This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for the recline. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on our Yo, what up, though? Shaman J. Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man Dame going wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Your favorite baby daddy is back. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 239. It's a lot. I know we say that a lot, but it's a lot. I thought it was 240. It's 239. All right. I always I, I literally just checked because I forgot myself. Uh, yeah, 239. Um, you know, it really, I be thinking about that so much because after I shoot people, after people record the episode and I edit it out there, um, I throw that shit in a folder and I be looking at everybody's numbers and like we super high. The only people, only person, only podcast that has a number that's relatively as high as This Week in Culture. Because we was dropping like multiples. Yeah. So we like at 137. Well, we own the studio, so we can do what we want. <laughs> I mean, we do what we want. That's but, uh, <laughs> but the numbers is always on my mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I be trying to send everybody numbers out. Any, anyway, how was your week, my brother? I can't complain. I can't complain. I haven't started a lick of Christmas shopping for nobody in my life. Not one person has uh, purchased a gift for. And Christmas is next week. I'll be honest with you, dog. Um you're not buying shit for nobody this year. I Are you standing firm on that? I, I yeah, I'm from fairly sure. So I bought besides your dad. Yeah, so listen, so on on Christmas, right? Not Christmas on on Black Friday. I went and bought a shit ton of candles. I did get a bunch <laughs> of candles. What a belt at? Uh, oh, you fuck. bought the intercontinental belt. Where is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So my week. All right, fuck it. Your week is over. Now we about to <laughs> now we about to go back to my week. So I bought the intercontinental championship belt. You know what I'm saying? If you're a WWF fan, like I'm a WWF fan, um, classic title. Every that, that was like the that was the real title. It's the working man. Everybody, title. everybody that was like now it's a joke. But every at one point in time, like because Hulk Hogan had that bitch on lock, they had the heavyweight champion on lock. So everybody else who was ever a wrestler who wasn't a Hulk Hogan, that was their belt. It was like it was just like that. So like how the the Lakers and the Celtics had like the '80s Lakers, Celtics, Bulls, Pistons yeah. had like the you know the NBA on lock for let's say damn near twenty years. When you look at like the WWF belt, it was like 
Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, Andre the Giant. Like that shit just rotated. And who do you remember Ultimate Warrior? So your memories of Ultimate Warrior, is it with the heavyweight title or with the Intercontinental? With the Intercontinental. Because he had the white belt. Was he the first person to put the white belt on there? Uh, I don't want to say he the first because I, I want to say like Shawn Michaels had like a different color. And Ravishing Rick Rude, I felt like he had like a different color belt. But Ultimate Warrior is before Shawn Michaels. Facts. You know what so I'm saying? Might, so he might have been. And then, like, it was so huge, like, when that nigga Warrior beat Hogan at WrestleMania and had both them bitches. You ain't never seen that. Like, that's as like, a kid, we ain't never seen that that's shit That's still before. giving the, like, Slick Rick with all the chains <laughs> yeah. on. You know what I'm saying? Nigga with the two belts. Like, come we on, We ain't never man. seen that shit before. No, no, that shit was gross. So I got that belt. You know what I'm saying? That belt always held, like, a special wrestling did, right? Yeah. I always won one of them belts. So when we was growing up, like, one, I don't even think that was a thing. Like, you couldn't get, like, a, a replica belt. You could, but they was, like, plastic back then. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember, I remember tiny. going. I remember going to Joe Lewis and seeing my first wrestling event. My pops, like, kind of, like, introduced me to wrestling. Yeah. I remember going to Joe Lewis, seeing my first wrestling event. The main event was Hulk Hogan versus the Macho King. And that was, Who like. Who was that? Randy Savage. Okay. okay. That's back when he was he was doing, like, the, the King thing. Like, okay. he'd come yeah, out yeah, on yeah. niggas. Like the niggas would bring them out, him and Sherry would be like in the thing together. And that like and I remember like, you know, when you go to the not the concession, but like the uh the merchandise yeah. little booth, that's what he caught me. Mm. Was a belt. Yeah, that ain't happened for me. <laughs> like I think I went to like a WWE event like as a young adult. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in my teens, but not like mm mm. Maybe maybe as I got older, maybe my mom's got some tickets from work or some shit like that. But like that wasn't that wasn't the thing. Yeah. yeah but we, we wanted them belts. And me and my brother was like giant wrestling fans. So my dad, you know, being the creative that he is, he can do anything. He made us belts. You know That's what I'm saying? That's love. Out of cardboard. You know what I'm saying? The the right shape and everything. He painted them. You know what I'm saying? The size is black. He had the gold. He had like blue. Like my dad, like so my dad is in the trains, right? And like in our basement, he had a train station. My old my old dude had one too, like a little train, and it's, it had the little smoke to come out the bitch. Yeah, but my dad like built like a city in the basement. That was his thing. And he painted the walls, and he had like grass. Like it was a it was a thing. You know, that what was I'm his thing. Like, that was that was his thing. Half of the basement was just the trains. You know what I'm saying? Every every man needs his own hobby. Yeah, every man sure. needs a hobby. And he and the other side, he had he he did model cars. You know, what I'm, everything he did, we did. So he had model cars. Nigga, we got my model old dude cars. was in the model cars too. He my dad, he bought us knives and shit. We 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 shaving wood. You know what I'm saying? Come to find out, somebody had threatened our lives and he gave us knives so we can protect ourselves. We didn't find out later. But that's neither here nor there. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> but we was really into this. So he made these belts, he painted them. Like that shit was like Fam, you, he might as Macho Man and Hulk Hogan might as well came now and gave me the belt off they off they off their waist. You know what I'm saying? Like them shits was like, and I'm angry. sure he was like proud to like man, like get them to y'all. And what's so funny? I was thinking about that shit this week. I text my brother like, nigga, you remember what that? I, I sent him the the Intercontinental boy. He's like, oh that bitch cold. And when I'm texting him I'm like, dog, you remember when um when Dad made us them belts? You know, had the dots was already coming. He's like, nigga, I'm texting you the same thing. I'm like, dog, I got I got to talk to Dad like. What was going through your mind when you made us them belts? Cause like he's just trying to make y'all happy, man. Facts. He's just I, trying to be a good dad. Yeah. So I'm uh just trying to be a good that. dad, man. So I got my intercontinental belt. I bought that belt. I saw Barry post a couple weeks ago online. He had got I forget which belt he got. 
I'm like, dog, let me pull the trigger on this fucking belt. And I ordered that shit. I didn't realize off of eBay. I didn't realize that shit was coming from Pakistan. <laughs> like, so, how, so how many months did it take for you to get the bitch? It took me. I mean, it took a couple of weeks. It, it took a couple of weeks, and like I started getting, I started getting worried when I seen it was coming from Pakistan. I'm like, oh shit! They I, got you. They got you. <laughs> like I was, you ordered from AliExpress. They got you. I went on eBay. It didn't cost that much, but like it was, it ain't come from the WWE store, which is dope because it says WWF and not WWE. Cause I don't want no WWE shit. I want WWF. You, you know what belt I always like? I always loved as a kid, man. I still love it. I think it's more prestigious. The the WCW heavyweight belt, yeah. the one that Ric Flair had. Yeah. So the big the big gold. So I got the Wing Eagle in yeah, the other yeah. room. I got the Intercontinental boy. And then I'm remember when I'm they like, used to blur that shit out on WWF yeah, TV when yeah. Ric Flair came over from WCW because yeah. they didn't want to acknowledge it. But that's the belt. You know Eric Bischoff from here. Yeah, I know. I know. So uh, shout out to uh, Ed um, and Corey. Uh, they got a the uh, Woodward Sports Show. They they did an interview with Eric Bischoff and shit. They for the first episode. That's what's up. Super dope. It was super dope. And Eric was in there. Everything is wrestling. But uh, he was in there dropping gems. And then Hulk Hogan called him while he was on air. <laughs> like that's crazy. fucking crazy. Can you put Hulk on it? <laughs> I'm coming for you, nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I bought that fucking belt. You know what I'm saying? That shit is great. It's sitting in the crib. I meant to bring it to the studio. Uh, let me take that bitch everywhere I'll go. You know, uh, the belt is always online. Also, because I'm an Apple fan, like I bought this Apple wallet. You know what I'm saying? The magnetic wallet. Oh, I thought that was just part of your phone case. Yeah, because it's, it's sweet like that. You feel me? I'm all the way in the cult. How fam. much it cost you? A thousand dollars? It's like sixty bucks. You know what I'm saying? I only carry two cards. You know what I'm saying? Your Apple card. And yeah. What else? And the and the key card to get in the studio. You know what I'm saying? To get to the dough downstairs. But uh, how much hey, money on your Apple card? I got a lot. I got a decent amount of money on my Apple card. Oh, okay. Merry Christmas. You know what I'm saying? They actually they just gave me an increase. I didn't ask for it. Made my credit score go up too, though. So shout out to Apple. Always looking out for a brother. You I know see, what I'm saying? I see. Went and bought me some AirPod Pros. Listen, I'm buying yeah. myself gifts. I'm buying myself gifts, man. So it's it's three people I can think of, and I will not mention it on air, that I feel like you deserve to buy gifts for. So how I got three, to- three solid names I can think of that you deserve, that you should be buying gifts for this year. I don't agree. I don't. I don't think anybody deserves. I don't know if that were. Anyway, listen, listen. The reason I got to this story, I almost got off track. So I did buy my dad something. So y'all know I, I like guns and shit. So they got this thing. This is came from Instagram because Instagram ads kept hitting me. Boom, boom, boom. But I'm never buying nothing from Instagram. So I went and found like the actual website. Boom. So this is this thing called runner mounts where you screw them bitches in the wall. And they, you put the AR in there with a with a magazine would normally go, and that bitch like sit against the wall. Ooh, put that, that bitch behind sweet. clothes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you can just hit the button, take that bitch out when it's time. Facts. When the race war jump off, <laughs> and it's up. You know, and put it higher uh, because it's or in a magazine that like it's not you. You can't like pull the trigger and shoot nobody. You might you can have one of the trigger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the kids ain't gonna be able. To, ain't nobody gonna be able to get that bitch out. I'm like, well, I'm gonna buy my dad one too, cause I was I showed him about it. I'm like, boom, this was right around Thanksgiving, and the motherfuckers wasn't sending this shit. It should just said order placed. I'm like, it's like y'all say on y'all website they available and they shipping out in like in three days. So I'm thinking like I got scammed. Like y'all niggas not responding to my emails. Um, so I had to find them niggas on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I'm Facebook messaging. Like, look, man, this is my order number. Give me my. I need my shit. 
So I just got my confirmation that they send it out. I'm like, dog, this got to be here by Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I didn't tell him about it, but I do want to give it to him as a Christmas gift. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So is your dad like in the like ARs and shit like that? Like that's he, I got him in the ARs. So my after I built mine, um, I me and him built his. And now he, you know, he always he was in the guns already. Yeah. But he he wasn't building before before me. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, man, I had a pretty interesting week, man. That sounds that's what's up. Yeah. So, so these three people that I can think of, and I think you might know where my mind is going, they are not getting gifts. Is that what you're saying? I want you to confirm it right now. Hey, listen, man. Say it. This Say year. It. Say it. I made a decision. Say it. That I wasn't buying gifts this year. No, no, don't don't take don't take the bitch way out. Say it. You're not getting <laughs> shit. I just want you to say it. Look, man, I bought a house this year. I furnished Jay, the house. You gotta have somewhere to live. You gotta have a car to drive. You got bills you gotta pay. Tell me right now. Don't got nothing. Do you know how much it costs to put blinds in a whole house? I did not know. Uh, have <laughs> I, I did, did not did know. Did I ever tell you about my dog? So this is my, you know, I got a pit bull right now. This my baby. This is this is my favorite child. I, I just I just determined that, that my pit bull is my favorite child. Because with the kids, I just kind of got what I got. But with this nigga, I picked him out. Like I picked him. He mine. This is my dog. So anyway, I, my first pit bull was was like a piece, I don't want to say a piece of shit, but he had a lot going on. Nigga was epileptic, was having seizures, and... You just, I think you're a bad pet parent. I, I just, you know, so I, <laughs> I'm going to go the whole story. I just judged you with no, right, with, I don't, with I don't, no I don't, evidence. I, I just judged Yeah, you. I don't give a fuck. Come from the nigga that don't have no kids. But anyway... We ain't talking about, we're talking about pets. You have no pets either. Currently, I had dogs my whole life. Who do you love, Jason? <laughs> just yourself? <laughs> <laughs> just yourself. This nigga's not my friend. <laughs> this nigga's not my friend. <laughs> so I'm going to take the story all the way back. When I was in 12th grade, I had a Cadillac. I had a two-tone DeVille. You know what I'm saying? And my nigga Malik, he was, I think you know Leek too. He was, uh, you know, naturally he was in 12th grade with me. Me and Malik both had Cadillacs and we would park next to each other every day in the parking lot. And if I, would, if I got there before him, he'd take two spots. If I got there before he got there, I'd take two spots. So couldn't nobody park next to us because we, we had caddies. And, you know, I didn't want nobody touching my caddy. Shout out to my nigga Lee because he had a baby blue caddy. Mm. We thought we was killing him. So, you know, 17 and driving the Cadillac, like, it's cool until something go wrong. Fact. Because you can't take the bitch to Ned and them up the street. You got to take that motherfucker to the Cadillac dealership. And my caddy started having electrical problems with it. You know, I'm 17. I can't really continue to put money into the bitch. So my parents sold it. And my dad sold it to the janitor at his job. First of all, this man still has my Cadillac <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day, he still has my caddy, which makes, which makes me feel a way. But he, was, he had, uh, when I got grown, was living on my own. This before I had kids. Uh, me and my ex-wife was like, we should get a dog because like a dog is like training to be a parent. That's what we thought in our mind. Like this is the this is the litmus test. Nothing. Yeah, this is the litmus test. We'll get a dog. So I bought the pit bull off the nigga. First of all, like I said, my pit bull was epileptic. Nigga was having seizures at night. I got to put him down. No, I'm a, I get to the part where I put his ass down. But niggas was having seizures at night. So one like the, the dog had fell down the steps one time, like as a puppy. It's not so, fair to the dog, man. It's not. But I got hard I had hardwood floors, nigga took a dive, and he didn't go up to he didn't go up and down the steps for like weeks. I was just figuring, like, all right, well, he ain't gonna go up and down the steps. Nigga just gunshot. 
One day I Damn, come. That's not normal, nigga. <laughs> I mean, kids fall down, shit. Dogs fall down, shit. Is just kid fall down downstairs. He don't go upstairs no more. <laughs> like, it's different. <laughs> but he was scared of the steps. You know what I'm saying? From then on, he didn't go up and down the steps. He just stayed on the, you know, the first floor of shit. So I remember going to work one day. I was like, you know, nigga scared of the steps. I'm just gonna let him be out and just chill out all day. I come home and like, nigga, all the blinds in the front window is gone. Like just just ripped out, and I see streak marks and shit. My my first thinking was like somebody done broke in here and hurt my hurt my wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm I'm well, she was my girlfriend at the time. So I'm busting in the crib, and I and like when I pull in, like I can see my blinds in the back. They fucked up. I'm looking up top. The blinds up top. They fucked up. I'm like, man, somebody done got in here and ransacked my fucking house. Then hurt my then hurt my lady. And you know she she probably in this bitch unconscious. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm in the house bustling and moving around trying to find what's going on, but she ain't here. You know her car ain't there. No ransom. She, no. Yeah, her car ain't there. She ain't here. And I'm like, okay, that's, well, she didn't did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's that's a little strange. So I'm going through the house and I didn't see the dog. I'm like, man, somebody done got my dog. But I opened up. The door wasn't unlocked. The door wasn't like off the hinges or something. Like I let myself in with the key. I checked the back door, back door locked too. Like, so ain't nobody just like broke up in the bitch. I look at all the windows, ain't nobody broke in the motherfucker. I go upstairs, the dog is in my bedroom eating the blinds, eating the motherfuckers. That's wild. I didn't know how much blinds cost neither till I had to replace all the blinds in the house. Nigga ate $600 worth of blinds. Just ate them bitches. This nigga was shitting blinds for a week, dog, for a fucking week. Yeah, I definitely spend more than six hundred dollars on blinds, dog. It's unfortunate. It's fortunate, but it's unfortunate because I, I didn't, I didn't budge in that in. You, you, yeah, and that's just like some shit you don't realize till you have a home. Windows, blinds, doors. That My, shit expensive as fuck. The eighty-two inch TV went down to a seventy-five. Inch. Right. <laughs> like, Yo, uh, I gotta put blinds. In <laughs> and I mean, like the nigga in me, like if I just live there by myself, nigga, I throw bed sheets up in the. In the window, cause I ain't get no fuck. But like living with my my ex wife at the my time. My first apartment had bed sheets. You had a window in your first apartment. I did. Oh, you was fancy. Two windows. Ain't I ain't had no windows in my first apartment. And you know how you know this is really trifling. By the way, what I'm about to say. You know how my how the the sheets was hang up there with like thumbtacks, <laughs> little clips and shit. <laughs> with, with the hand clamps. <laughs> Look, I was on eight it's, miles telegram. It's certain shit you don't know about living by yourself until you fucking live by yourself. Nigga, I didn't have a microwave for like months when I first lived by I'm myself. Like 21, 22. But you know what cha- well, you know what changed me and made me get a microwave? Put a hot pocket in the oven. And see how that, that shit don't cook right. Put a hot pocket in the motherfucker. Nigga, put oven. a hot, co- hot pocket in the microwave. That shit don't cook right. No, and <laughs> that the, shit is it's not. It's, that food is not edible. Okay, it that is. shit is either extremely hot and extremely cold at the same time. It don't make sense. But nigga, back to my dog, my, yeah. my nigga Bas- Sebastian. That was my dog name. Ate so, your blinds. Ate the blinds. I, I replaced the blinds because you know you can't just look through the house and I live in the ghetto because now <laughs> everybody. Everybody looking in the house. You live in the you live in the neighborhood. We don't we don't use the word ghetto. That's not our word. I, I just wasn't living in the the best of areas. Give that word back to those which it came from. So I replaced the blinds, had them shits up. Let's fast forward a couple weeks. Niggas start having seizures. My pregnant girlfriend at the time called me. She's like, "Look, 
I don't know where the fuck you at. I need you to come home. The dog is tripping. I'm like, what the, what the fuck you mean? She's like, he walking in a circle and he's barking and he is not acknowledging me. He just walking around in a circle. I'm like, all right, you probably just being a little dramatic because you're pregnant and shit. I get home with sure shit. Nigga is walking in a circle and barking loud as fuck. I'm like, this shit weird. What kind of dog? There's a pit bull. Nah, I'm, I'm straight. So I picked the nigga up. I took him to the dog hospital because, you know, I, what's wrong with my dog? So <laughs> the doctor do his checks and balances. He come back. He's like, look, the dog is epileptic. He's having a seizure. He says, so we got to do brain surgery. <laughs> no, no, I ain't, to, I ain't to the stupid part yet. He's like, we got to do brain surgery. He's like, it's going to cost $1,200. We need 600 tonight. And it's a good chance he might not make it through the night, but you'll still be responsible for the balance. I was like, how, how, how the fuck much is it going to cost to put him to sleep? You understand? Because I paid $200. How much would it cost if I just got in the car and left? What you going to do? <laughs> I said, I, I paid 200 You don't got my card on file. So, I'm just going to go. <laughs> so look, so look, you there's a there's a place in Detroit that's full of dead-ass pit bulls. It's called Rouge Park. I was thinking about taking the nigga behind the garage on, and just, don't, just sitting. Don't, don't, don't. Take, Rouge is full of dead ass pit bulls, Don't bring Jason. your um, Rosedale Park animals over <laughs> to my neighborhood and drop it in our, in our great park. Okay? I was just going to take them behind the garage and, you know, sit no, on the man. doggy heaven. But I had my, my lady with me, so I just, you know, I did the humane thing. And they was like, so you really want to put them down? I say, the fuck yeah. I'm not paying $1,200 for the nigga to have brain surgery, and I paid $200 for him. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. I ain't even attached to the nigga yet. <laughs> Goodbye. That's a lot. I'll man. try again with the baby. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> it, 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 it works out better than hey, it did. Oh, well. I know what I wanted to talk about. My son got accepted to college. This yeah, week, well, let, let's let's let's. Uh, oh yeah, we got a guest. We guests. got an amazing guest in the building with yeah. us, bro. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Hey, what's up? What up, though? Um, my name um Akil Jabbar, um, CEO and founder of I Seem Supreme Products, and also A Game Waves and. Not not trying to floss. No, know. go ahead. You no, yeah, talk that talk. The waves is on. The waves is on the A game right now. Hey man, you 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 got a product. The product you sell it yourself. You right. know it, it speaks for itself. You came in waves and look. The best type of guest is the guest that brings gifts, and he came bearing gifts for the holiday. Facts. A lot of blue and the black. What's so crazy? Like gifts that I literally mentioned to somebody today. Um, he brought in. Um, speaking of gifts, by the way. Uh, Macho. Uh, Shout out to the homie Macho. Comedian Macho. He sent in a, um, a gift box. He got me a, a candle because, you know, I'm, I'm the candle dude. Uh, he sent something in for Ant. And he sent something in for you. He smuggled. And <laughs> it was in an envelope. And I'm like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna open it because. like It had my name on it. It was my gift. But I looked at this envelope. I'm like. I remember what gift he got you last time when he was when he was in the building. Yeah, I'm like, nah, because he wouldn't do that. But I'm thinking like, yo, this candle smells amazing. I'm about, matter of fact, amazing. I'm about to go get it <laughs> <laughs> from next door. That shit smells amazing. I'm like, no, that's not what's in this envelope. What was an envelope? Weed. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my homie Macho for smuggling me an eighth. And it's loud. I'm like, yo, wait. You about to get this? A bitch. friend with weed is a friend indeed. <laughs> wait. I'm like, yo, it makes sense because 
if the dog sniffed it, you're going to smell you're this candle. You're going to smell that teakwood candle that he sent you. No, that's not. As a matter of fact, let me go get it because it's black owned too. Hold oh, on. Okay. oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. But so I'm going to tell my oldest got accepted into college this week, dog. I'm, I was so, you know, I love my babies. Right. I love my kids. And like he, he always do what he's supposed to do. He ain't never, you know, he lazy as shit because he's a motherfucking teenager. You a parent? Yeah. yeah okay. Got a son. How old is uh, he? 18. Well, oh, so, so you know. 18 in um, uh, March. My son will be 18 in April. Right. So, you know, they lazy as shit. Okay. But, I mean, he don't give me no problems, like no real problems and shit. And he got accepted into college, man. I'm so, And this is the college that he wanted to go to. So I'm going to say yeah, it, man. This shit smells amazing. I don't want my baby to go to, I don't want my baby to live on campus. You um, was talking all that shit to me. Now I want him to go out there and uh, and be a man. But yeah, now, but yeah, now yeah. that he, now that he there, I don't want him. And he only going downtown. Yeah, we well, be he, all right. Yeah, he only going. Good, he he probably that nigga trying to get away from you, but still stay in town. I mean, literally, he live on the east side with his mama, and he probably further right now than he gonna be when he go off to school and yeah. shit. But I just don't. You know, the the dad in me, I don't feel like he ready to live on his own, but like. Shit, he gotta grow up. He gotta be a man. You know what I'm saying? And like, this is this his journey. I can't man his ship. But man, this school expensive as shit though. It's expensive as a motherfucker. I need him to apply for some more scholarships. Cause man, I I just realized that I got accepted to more uh, colleges when I came out of school than I remember. Cause I took all my. I'm moving. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm going through old boxes and shit. Apparently, I got accepted to Michigan State as well as Fair State. Um, Ferris will take anybody. True. I don't even remember applying to Ferris. Yeah, Ferris, is Ferris is like uh, high school. They'll take anybody. Um, all my college wanted me to come run. Yeah, I ran track in high school, but they didn't have no scholarship. So they was like, you're going to have to like pay. Pay, to run, pay to run track. I'm like, yo, I'm not paying and running. I should. Alma's a private college. Yeah, I'm smart. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, But I didn't go. I should have because I was dumb. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, so this candle is uh, made from um, by 1016 candle. 1016 is actually spelled out, but it's called Mining My Black Owned Business. It's soy a soy blend candle with sea salt and orchard. It's nine and a half ounces. You can and, use those soy candles on your skin. And this shit smells amazing. You hear me? You can use them soy candles on your skin. Uh, I might use candles on skin. I know. I know. Because <laughs> you got that new house. <laughs> Candles you know, work in a new house. You that's got, you got that new house, man. That's, um, that's, you know. But shout out to Macho, man. I appreciate you, my brother. Um, yeah, man. And Good always keep Macho. it in mind, um, you know, everything um, being black on. Uh, Macho, um, he supported me um, like last week. So, um, yeah, shout out to him, too. Man, man, man I'm, I'm glad that people, like, you know, trust trust us and trust the things that, like, we believe in. Because, like, literally, I've probably been using your products for about two years now. Right. And, you know... I remember, like, you know, you always got it on the site how many days, you know, the, the typical shipping. I remember I ordered something from you, like, on a Monday. And I'm like, you know, say three to five days. All right, I get it on Friday. Wednesday, it was at the door. Hey, man, be honest. Like, so I just cut my beard off again and shit. Cause, Loser. Um, I don't know. I just go back. You know what I'm saying? But like, you, I don't, was, you, don't, you ain't about that beard life. And I just wish you stopped teeter-tottering and just stay, stay in your lane. Well, because I'm handsome without a beard. You know what I'm saying? A I know lion I, never cuts his mane. I, you know a lion saying? never cuts his mane. But, you know, a good nine months out of the year, I, I just want a fresh goatee. But um, I'm using that shit every day, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, in the in the little, It's like in the red container. You know what I'm saying? That shit smells amazing. I have the I had a body wash in my shower right now. I got the shampoo and conditioner and the bar soap. 
The whole the whole shebang. Yeah. So look, I do got another story. And I don't know why this happens, but it always happens to me. What she do to you? So listen. She burn you? That's that's your life. We we are not the same. <laughs> we are the same niggas. You we are the that. same niggas. I, I've never had a penicillin shot. So we are not the same. How we been, how we been friends this long? Because we're the same person. No. Opposite attract. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what that's what I know what. you like to play the good like it's a good cop, bad cop dynamic. No, but I'm you like, dirty too. I'm not, you beat niggas up in the back of the squad car just like I am. Hey, listen, I go back and look at old old shop talk stuff. I'm not necessarily the good guy. I've been saying so like the clip I posted today, you was all like, whoa, G. Like, no, nah, nigga. That's I mean, you I always is. say some inflammatory stuff about like parenting because you're not you're not a parent. I mean, I just use logic and common sense, and y'all like to argue that. But listen. You can't use logic and common sense for raising kids. Okay, well, that's why. Okay, whatever. Listen, <laughs> I'm about to say some wild shit right there. So listen, dog. Um, a couple weeks ago and shit, right? <clears throat> Probably like two weeks ago, uh, I'm at the crib, and I got like one session up here. It's a Saturday. It's like at 5 o'clock, I got a session. So I leave the crib, and um, I'm on my way up here and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm walking out the crib. I got my car parked in the driveway, and um, I see a police officer driving down the street, right? And it looks, from what it, for me, it looks like when he seen me, he hit his brake and slowed up and parked my house sits back from the street. Yeah. He parked like next door in front of their crib. I thought that shit was kind of wild because it looked like he stopped. And I got a ring camera, so I got that whole shit on tape. You know what I'm saying? Right. Me coming out the house the whole nine yards. So I thought that shit was weird. So I opened my back door, put my camera and shit in there, closed it, got in my car. Now, when I come out the driveway, I usually can I'm coming to the studio so I can bust a left. But I turned right because I wanted to pass the police officer. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, what's, what's you know what I'm saying? I'm Can't not. used to seeing your black ass in that white neighborhood. So I, I passed the, the police officer. My neighbor black got a pit bull. So, oh, like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Um, so, boom, I ain't think nothing of it. I get to the I get to the studio and shit. My ring camera go off. I look at my ring camera. Nigga, it's like eight police officers around my house looking through my windows and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm trying to tap in and I can't tap in. I couldn't connect to the fucking ring they camera. They hit you like shit. Franklin. They they cut your connection. I mean, and I, I can't tap in. I'm like, why the fuck is all that? I got about 18 seconds of them niggas going through and like pulling on doors and shit. I'm what? Like, <laughs> I'm like, now what the fuck is going on and shit, right? So by that time, the session here started already. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, fuck it. And then about 20 minutes later, I get like another ring alert. And it's a, like a, a burgundy van or some shit pulls up in my driveway. It's a long driveway for yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it pulls up your driveway street. is really long from from like off the street because like you really sit back. Yeah. So so I couldn't t- I couldn't connect to the fucking app again. So now this shit is fucking is is bothering me and shit. Right. So why was they pulling on the fucking doors? I, I so I I I, I know half but. of me don't know. You know what I'm saying. Half of me I'm not sure, but the other half of me, whomever used to live in this house before me. It's a little white girl. Um, she about 20 years old because the mail come through and I find her on Facebook and the police want her. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Um, they and I they send letters to the crib saying, Hey, don't make us embarrass you by cuffing you, just turn yourself in. It, I, I gather it's some some driving shit, right? Right. So half of my mind is like, well, maybe they was looking for her, but the other half is like, nigga, you saw me. 
you hit your brakes and then it's cops all the way around and shit. So that, you know. It's her black boyfriend. He hiding her. But this house got sold like in February. It's been on the market at least since February. You know what I'm saying? Um, so. It got sold in February before you bought it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And whoever bought it, flipped it, fixed it up. Because the realtor said, I saw this house in February and it didn't look like this. Yeah. I mean, you, know you got saying? a lot of new updates in the house. Um, so, cool. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it. I'm and you a- got a white refrigerator. Nigga, please. <laughs> <laughs> I pay a lot for those stainless steel appliances, okay? Uh so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go up to the police station and show them this video and ask them like why the fuck y'all was at my house and shit. I didn't make it to do it. All right. So Monday, I got a meeting um with a business partner out in Shelby Township, you know what I'm saying? Seven forty five. I'm like, I'm always early. So I get I got about 15 you minutes. Gotta peep the same. Gotta peep the same. Yeah, you know. So I'm there about 15 minutes early and shit. I'm like, I got some time. I'm about to go grab me a um impossible whopper. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in the drive-thru, about to pull up, and I get a phone call. It's from like a 1 800 number. So I answer the phone. I'm like, hello, this is uh, I don't know, such such a ring security. Um, your alarm's going off. Um, do you need us to send the police out? I was like, what? Like, huh? Like, I, like, I, like, I don't, I didn't get no alert. You know what I'm saying? I bring up my phone and shit and I look at my phone and, um, it say the fucking alarm is going off and shit. It's seven at seven thirty one. Like nigga, the alarm is going off. I'm like, fuck now. Uh, my doorbell cam, you know, I don't got no motion there. I technically got a, a camera inside the house, but it ain't it don't belong inside the house. It belongs outside. I just ain't connected that bitch. And it's on my dining room table. But I turn that bitch to the wall because I don't want it watching me. You know what I'm saying? So I can't. And it says there's motion in my living room. So I'm like, how the fuck is there motion in my living room? I mean, that's a motion detector yeah. in that motherfucker. So I'm like, I'm like, well, look, I'm like 45 minutes away. So like, are you able to meet the police there? I'm like, I'm I'm too far away. Like, well, you don't have to. We're going to, do you want us to send them? I'm like, yes, fine, send them. So uh, they show up about five minutes later or some shit. I'm on, because I'm, as soon as he said that, I'm watching my ring camera. You know what I'm saying? I see a dark figure walking up. I'm thinking, like, yo, this is, this end up being the police. I'm like, yo, it's somebody like at my fucking house and shit, right? So it's the motherfucking police. I talk to him through the door. I'm like, he's like, yo, I'm like, yo, this the homeowner, blah, blah, blah. He goes around. He checks all the doors and shit. Uh, he's like, everything's supposed to be closed? I'm like, yeah, no broken windows, all the doors and shit closed. I'm like, all right, bet. So um, I, I, I feel better, but I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm thinking like. What set off the damn motion inside the house? Yeah. So I connected to the camera in there, and I, you can talk through. I'm like. If you're in here, get the fuck out. No, nah, like, I'm really going to shoot the shit out you. Like, get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? Talking shit. Trying to see if, because, like, you can see a little bit of shadows. Trying to see if I say something, if I can see some movement or some shit. You know what I'm saying? You're just talking shit in your house. I don't got, I don't got no, I don't have no other option at the point, at this moment and shit. So, I'm like, fuck it. Did my meeting. Came back. Me and Aunt had to record This Week in Culture. That's like two and a half, three hours and shit. I ain't make it back to like 12, 31 o'clock to the crib. Um, and I looked on my, my drive, my um, garage door, the app. It'll tell you how long your garage door been closed, right? I'm trying to think like, did somebody get through the garage door? I don't know what the fuck happened. So I go in the, uh, in the crib 
Um, you got a you got a garage door opener, or you yeah, got to do it manually. Uh, garage door opener, okay. right? Um, so I get into the crib and shit, and I I go in my tactical mode because who knows what the fuck going on, and then I see what the fuck happened. Oh, man. So the fucking motion detector that's in the in the corner, it comes with this tape, this sticky tape. Oh, come on, the man. fucking tape itself came off and the motion detector fell. So when I walked in, I saw batteries on the floor and then I seen the 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 motion detector broke apart. And it seemed thinking like niggas yanked that bitch off the wall. But like, no, that bitch just fell off the wall. And that's what actually caused the motion and made the fucking the alarm shit go the fuck off. It was tough. I was like, oh, and I'm thinking in my head like, niggas really didn't broken my house already. They done been in like, there for hours. I'm like, shit, niggas done took off. Like, you know. Them TVs is gone. Like, I felt real vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo. But shout out to Ring because they was on it. And shout out to all my equipment that I set up myself. It clearly works very well. And um, Except the taping part. It's the shit that came with it. You know, I got some better shit, but I, that's what came with it. I thought it was going to be all right. Nah, apparently not. But uh, yeah, man. I'm glad nobody broke in your house. But this the third. This is the third time in a row that the house that I was living in, the police wanted somebody who lived there before me. Jay, if it's just you, it's not no big deal, man. Like I, I got, I got a really good lawyer. <laughs> I got a really good lawyer out in Farmington. In real life, though, he's affordable. I can put in a call. You can go see him tomorrow. I told you, he'll take good care of you. I don't know if I ever told y'all about the spot I was on Six Mile, like. A parole officer, somebody used to come to that house when I first moved in all the time and stick court papers like in the door. So one day I caught him like, fam, this person don't live here. Like this, this is my spot now. And of course, years ago when I was in Southfield, I had that Mexican standoff with the police and shit inside the crib. Like, Jay, you can go see my lawyer, Eddie. He's a good guy. He's like family to me now. You know, his, not his retainer nothing. is affordable. Not for nothing. Like, it was about to be on some Breonna Taylor shit. Like, we was about to have a shootout with the cops and we would have both been right. Well, I don't know. I would have thought I was right. But. And then you'd have been dead. In all three of them times, the last three places I lived, the police has wanted somebody there before I moved in. Um, I'm not going to go too deep in the incident, but I had the police out of my house a few weeks ago. Inside of my house. Somebody else. Never. Somebody else let them in my house, Never. and I, I politely kicked them niggas the fuck out of my house. No, you get can't the fuck do it. out. You get the fuck out. I didn't think it was gonna work, but I held them at the thread like y'all can't come in. I thought they was coming in anyway. <laughs> Somebody else let the police in my house, and I definitely like when I when I saw them walking in. Like I'm sitting in another room. I see them walking in. I got up. I was like, y'all got to get the fuck up out of here. Because the person that let you in don't live in this motherfucker. Yeah, I'm the homeowner. Yeah, y'all yeah. got to get the fuck out. You could talk to them outside. Yeah. In any event, dog, this is definitely a, uh, we 44 minutes in. I didn't think we had any content <laughs> before besides our guests and shit. But we clearly had the warm-up content together. Hold on. And, and we still got one thing I wanted to discuss. Today is the birthday of three people that shaped my life <laughs> as a young man. <laughs> DMX. Charles Oakley and Stone Cold Steve Austin all share the same birthday. Boy, they make some wild <laughs> niggas on December 18th. <laughs> if I'm you know, not... God is real funny. You know, <laughs> like this is this is crazy. Did DMX have an album to drop this December 18th? I don't I feel like for whatever reason, I know when I was in 12th grade, an album dropped on December 18th. It's one of my favorite. Was it Flesh and My Flesh? It couldn't have been that one. No, because I, I mean was it could have been no, it could have been flesh in my because I was still in high school. You went in twelfth grade. I was still in high school. When it might have been like flesh. maybe corrupt dropped. A, I don't know. December eighteenth is a is a day that an album dropped. I used to fuck with. 
Charles Oakley, That's DMX, and fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin all share the same birthday. I would not want to be in a room with all... I probably would want to be in a room with all three of them niggas because, like, somebody getting beat up. Well, Charles Oakley will cook you a great meal. That motherfucker's a, a great fucking chef. Did y'all know that nigga cooked? Nah, nah, I never heard that. No, he like... Like cooking niggas in the paint? No, 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 no. Like on some supreme top shelf shit. Charles Oakley's the fucking man behind Charles that shit. Oakley. Charles Oakley. You would never... I mean... Yeah, I can't even imagine. Nah. That. Like, for real, for real. Not no bullshit. No, not like oh, this is your uncle who cooked. No, that nigga is on some <laughs> up top shit. That's that's wild. It is, but um, yeah. Did you know that the 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 Michelin here they give Michelin stars for like restaurants and shit? Yeah, yeah. You know that's the same Michelin Tire Company. Yes. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, my my homeboy shout out to my nigga Alvon used to work in a Michelin star restaurant down in Chicago. It's got like a really crazy concept. You know, naturally with COVID, you know, shit closed now. But the restaurant that he worked at, you would have to buy tickets in order to eat dinner there. So like your ticket is your reservation. So say like it's 125 a person for tickets just to eat dinner there. That does not cover your meal. That's just for tickets to eat there. I thought that was the wildest kind. He was like, man, it's not shit for people to come in here and drop seven, eight hundred dollars on dinner. Hmm. I enjoy that concept. That's how it is with the studio from now on. <laughs> you can you pay, pay your... one twenty five, and that don't that don't guarantee you no studio time. No, you pay the ticket to come in here, and then once you come in here, you can go over to the iPad and book your time online. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you you pay before you pay just for the tickets before you sit down and eat shit. Yeah, that's wild. But look, man, Akil, we got you in the building finally, my brother. Yeah, yeah, long time uh, coming, man. Long times man. are coming. Uh, how was your week, my brother? It's pretty good, man. Just, you know, staying busy, you know, fulfilling all these orders. and Holiday time, orders got to be yeah, looking good. Big time. And then plus now, like, you know, I got another business, um, A-Game Wave. So, you know, that's starting to pick up. So, you know, I'm doing double duty. You know, one thing I saw in the bag, you you gave us some of the beer balm, and this is probably not my proudest moment, but I definitely ordered some beer balm from you, and I certainly hit someone upside the head with it, and it did not dent. <laughs> I, I gave them niggas a haymaker, and I'm talking about this is this year, and that shit did not dent. Why, Dame? Yeah, I was about to ask you. Why? Motherfucker tried me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like... So I don't I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm just gonna you know since we the same nigga, I'm just gonna put it out here. Okay, motherfucker tried me, and this is my thing. People don't try me. I mean, sometimes so the belt is always on the line. So I mean, the, the title is always up for grabs. So I got it in the mail. Right. I didn't had a little issue with you know I'm not neighborly, okay. so I had a little issue with a nigga up the street, right. you know, which led to the police being at my house and you know all other type of shit. And me, me and this is when I got the package in the mail, right. and I just didn't like how the nigga was talking to me. You know what I'm saying? Why are you talking to strangers? I mean, it's my neighbor, and it's been an ongoing thing between him and I for probably about three, four months. And like this, this particular day, you know, I just didn't like the energy, and and I just felt like it was about to be something. So I'd rather be proactive than reactive. Right. I had, I literally had gotten the package. I'd opened it up. I smelt it. The package is on the porch, and me and old boy is seeing each other. He talking what he talking. I'm talking what I'm talking. You know, because my thing is my kids live here. You know what I'm saying? Like my 
something happened. He had an interaction with my son. I could tell, like, the shit when my son came in the house, like, right. something popped off. Even if you, you know your kids. Right. And I just didn't like the end. So I, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to, because it's adult shit. You know what I'm saying? Take the dog in the house, close the door, you know. You know where the gun is or something pop off, but y'all staying here. And I just didn't like the, the nigga energy. And, like, I felt like he was walking up on me. Definitely grabbed the the beard balm in my hand like these and cracked that nigga upside the head. Good, solid products. At least he smelled good on the way down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nigga greased his scalp <laughs> so it didn't hit. Didn't even, didn't even bend. Didn't even bend. That's what he get, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Leave kids out of it. Yeah, man. Leave my kids the fuck alone. Yeah. Um, but I want to just talk about you, man, and get because you got a, like a lot of different products, and uh, I just want to get a little bit more into you, where you come from, um, and how you even got into doing this at all. Okay. Um, born and raised here in the city. Actually, um, I, I was born in Garden City. Okay, I, I was raised in um, Detroit, but like east side or west side. See both. Okay, like, I done moved like multiple times. I done lost count, but I've been like you know bouncing around from the east and west, but. You know, so I just claim both of them. Okay, I know, well, I know how y'all. We'll let y'all pass. We'll let you pass on that one. We'll let you pass on that one. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I was just uh, you know raised in the city. Um, where'd you graduate from? Uh, Persian High School. Okay, Doughboys. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, depending on where you graduated from, that determines what side of town you're from. It's like no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the East, I guess they do kind of claim me somewhat. I probably did spend most and, of my years. And that Doughboy love is different. Like, when you're right. a Doughboy, right. you want forever. Like, that right. Persian picnic oh, is yeah. a big deal. Oh, yeah. It big is. Time. Shout out to the East, though. Yeah. You know? Then um, I also went to, um, it's kind of telling my age, but like Detroit College of Business. It's called um, Davenport now. My mother yeah. went there, actually. Oh, okay. Yep. And... You know, when, and then where was we going after this? Um, oh, how did I get into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how did you get into this? The entrepreneurial life in general. Yeah, I've been like that, like pretty much, man. Like my whole life, like you know, even like in my past. Um, not to glorify it, but you know, I just like to say, like you know, Malcolm X had a conk before, or yeah. the process. So. You know, I was, well, you got to you know, come from somewhere. You yeah, got to come from something. You've been about the entrepreneurial lifestyle. <laughs> but um, as far as um, like business wise, I mean, it was just I was always trying to find like, a you know, a legitimate way or. And I like, you know, I would dibble and dabble in anything. Like at one point, like I had a record label. OK. I was like, young. I was like 19 at the time. Same. <laughs> Signed acts, but like my top act. You know, he, he locked up now. He, he not getting out until, like, 2030, I think, or something. So that that, ra- that rap career might be over with. Yeah. You know, he was living where he was rapping, apparently. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's another story. But uh, so anyway, um, as far as, um, you know, to bring things up um, with um, my Seam Supreme products, um, I had a friend of mine, um, it was a homegirl, and uh, she um, – she had came up on some uh, shea butter and soap. Yeah. And but I guess she didn't really have no hustle in her. So I just bought it off of her for I think about like two hundred fifty, maybe three hundred dollars. So I didn't even have like you know I knew um the um African festival was um downtown, and um you know I just like over the weekend I, I turned that three hundred dollars into like 
almost like two grand and mm-hmm. yeah, in like three days, like just off of shea butter and soap. I mean, I didn't have like a name for a company or nothing. I just like wrote my name on some uh, business, on some um, index cards actually. Yeah. So maybe three weeks later after that, this is like back in 2013, summer of 2013, um, people started calling me back like, you know, oh, you got some more of this and that. So I'm like, yeah, you know, even though I didn't, but I found I a get way some. To get it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, I got that. Hell yeah, hell yeah, ain't no problem. Yeah. Oh, ain't no problem. <laughs> and I kept getting those um, calls back in. So I, I like to always say that, like, my business started. It was like an accidental thing. Like I was just looking for like a one-time flip off of, um, you know, the shea butter and soap. But it just grew when the people came back. So they started requesting more products, like, um, like the body wash. That was like my third product. So once that happened, that's when I was like, wait a minute, this might be something. So, you know, I designed the logo and, you know, you know, printed up this stuff and it just started growing from there. From there, you know, people started uh, requesting uh, more products. So my big break, I, I might be kind of rambling. Now. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, 2015, so that's when, I mean, you know, at first I was just, like, going to, like, barbershops and different places. I mean, you got to go where the people yeah, at. Yeah, I didn't have, like, no social media at that time until 2015. So one day I was on um, Twitter. Like, that's, like, my favorite, you know, out of um, all of the social media. Twitter's for, Twitter Twitter's for smart people. I right. finally bought some stock in Twitter uh, this morning, actually. Okay. I've been looking at it for the last couple of months, and it's been going up, but, like, I never bought it, but today I did. Cause like, nigga, I'm on Twitter all fucking day and it's it's steadily going up and up. I'm like, right. buy some fucking stock in Twitter. I anyway. had one of the finest women I've ever seen in my life fall into my DMs on Twitter this week. Gorgeous woman. Not not the one from the, you know, somebody different. Gorgeous woman. But <laughs> I digress. So uh yeah, on uh Twitter, um, like my big break was on, you know, um Tax Stone. I mean, nice. I guess it's convenient since we on the podcast now, but yeah. one morning, um, he was um like ranting about like black businesses and um I think I jumped in a conversation somehow and then he retweeted some of my um Shea Butter. And man, after that, like my sales just I mean, just like off of that retweet, like people kept retweeting it just because it was him. Yeah. And that, like, blew me up. Like, that kind of, like, you know, I guess just, like, put me on, like, in a bigger way. I mean, I'm sure I would have got, like, to, you know, where I was going to be, but that just, like, sped it up. All it takes is the right eyeballs. Right. Yeah. Once the product is good, the right, right. eyeballs get on it. Mm-hmm. And then that just, like, led to, like, you know, that put, like, different eyes on me. So, like, a lot of his people started rocking with me and... um you know, like a lot of like I had like probably all in New York at that time. I mean, just based yeah. off of him and, you know, all his people. And then, you know, other like celebrity people start, you know, looking in on me and it just kept growing and growing and growing. And, you know, just take that one spark. That's I, it. You know, it led to like I was in um my um Shea Butter was in like Essence magazine before. Um, That's major. You know, I got in a Michigan Chronicle. We we ain't gonna talk about the dude uh, B Hunt or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah we'll, we'll let that one yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> but, we uh, talk about that offline. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I was in the Chronicle, um, and then you know, I started like sponsoring like certain podcasts, and 
you know, and which, you know, leads me to. Oh, this show is definitely sponsored <laughs> by, by your products. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Right. E- even uh, Cheyenne, um, uh, you know, Motor, Motor City Oprah, yeah. like, she, like, uh, that, that was another big spark, too, when, um, like, when she kind of first started her podcast, like, you know, she was showing me love, like, you know, by promoting my um, items and, you know, even, like, on some of her earlier podcasts, she mm-hmm. like, yeah. shout me out. That kind of like because uh, Detroit was like, even though like I'm from here, it was still like one of my weaker markets. Like yeah. I, like my biggest um, mo- most of my sales come from like New York and like the D.C. area. Okay, and it's like Detroit, but like you know, I owe her for that because like once she um, and then even like y'all, you know, y- y- when y'all was showing love, like it's like I always get like you know more of Detroit. So. Look, man, I I just I found you the same way probably everybody else did right. just online, you know. Right. And I remember seeing you on the Twins podcast, and them right. them are homies, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, shout out to them. you know, I I can honestly say like whenever they plug us into something, right. it's it's what they say it is. And once I like when I saw that connection, and I saw you on, and I saw Cheyenne kind of plugging, I was like, well, you know, it's shea butter and soap. Like right. you really can't mm-hmm. you can't go wrong on that aspect. And I used to cop, but you can. No, no, no. There are like there are bad, yeah. yeah there are yeah. bad options out yeah. there because like I got you know played by I'm not even going by somebody in the city that does you know something similar, okay. and the product that they showed online and what got That's delivered to my house to is totally you know, two different things. things. And you know I'm I always feel like I'm down to support a, a black business right. now, even if you don't meet my expectations in the beginning, I'm down to give it another chance because we go anywhere else. You buy shoes from Foot Locker. The associate don't say shit to you when you walk in. But you know what? If you want some ones, you're going to go back to Foot Locker because, you know, you just give them that pass. And that's how I like trying to do with black businesses. And then it burnt me again. And I was like, you know what? This this is enough. And Your then, business, black or white, is not a good one. So yeah. I'm not fucking with it. Yeah, but, but, then, but then like I saw... So what? What initially connecting you? You have some uh, interesting models. We definitely sometimes gonna, <laughs> we definitely gonna get right. into the yeah that uh <laughs> that had the products right. And, you know some of these young ladies I you know I'm fans of. <laughs> so so I was like oh right. that's that's I saw the correlation. I was like well shit let me let me try it and I like haven't I, been disappointed. I tweeted one day like yo, a same supreme is a marketing genius. Cause, he know like, how to get. He know how to grab our attention. <laughs> like, cause like in the morning time, I get on there and I be I be seeing. All, I be like, like yo, how all these like how they know about these fucking products? You know what I'm saying? And everybody, all everybody, all the dudes and everybody watch they they, they stories and shit like that. Yeah. Or if, or if you don't follow them, when that come across your timeline, you are gonna click on it and you are gonna look at it. Even if you don't follow, you might throw a little type or a like in it. And with Twitter. Depending on how many times you like, it's going to appear in somebody else's stream. And if all that shit shows your logo, then that's the joint, which is why on Twitter, my name on there is, which is Jay Johnson 313, but it says hashtag shop talk podcast. And I tweet certain shit when they go viral, everybody gets to see shop talk podcast. You know what I'm saying? When we post some shit on the internet, um, on a shop talk page, I'll throw the logo on there because once it gets sent around, you'll just see shop talk podcast. And I just want people to see it so many times so that when someone brings it up, you're already familiar with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, 
that that was all like a part of my plan. Like as far as um, I mean, kind kind of like in you know anything that women you know rock with or make popular, then that's gonna draw the attention to 100%. the guys. So Absolutely, I went that beautiful route women to get yeah, you in rooms that that your business acumen may not may not get you. Tupac in. told me that. I saw Floyd say that. Like, he has just nothing but women that work for him. Yeah, like, Pac told, like, I told Biggie, rap to the bitches. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what he said, because they going to support you. In real life, black women support. I mean, the, our, the big part of our This Week in Culture and Shop Talk podcast are our female listeners. And what I was saying, well, I was having a conversation with somebody last night, right? So, 70 30, um, This Week in Culture is women towards men. Now, Ours is reverse, but the people who actually show up and support it be the women. women. It's right. always women. Now that that don't mean that the dude's not listening. Black women just support in different ways. Whenever we different have, whenever deficient. we have an event, it's like some of the same ladies that's that's always there, and they hold us down. And I appreciate absolutely, them. absolutely interact with us and like. Not even on low, you know, trying to trying to get out of shit. Just like the the love and support is just fucking genuine, and yeah. I appreciate that. And the, and the thing about I'm gonna tell you something like some some of the ladies like you know they friends of mine, but they all do it out of love. Like it's Thanks. nothing like I'm not paying them. They just like see what I'm doing and they believe in what I'm doing. Like I get DMs sometimes like, oh, send me this so I could you know promote this, and you know I don't know if it's like. Competition. Or See what whatever, that is but. too. What I know. So what they could possibly, some of them could probably be doing is, yo, if they see if you may not pay me to promote this, but if people see me promoting a product, right. now somebody gonna pay me to promote a product because right. they assumed yeah. right. that somebody oh, paid yeah. me to do it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Y'all should do that with y'all podcast too. By the way, run some pro. Even if they didn't pay for the ad, run the ad so people can get used to hearing ads. Yeah, man. And oh shit, well, maybe I should advertise. That's free game. You welcome. And it's is is good quality products. I mean, they yeah. they products you can believe in and stand behind. Right? Yeah, and that's what we try to do here. You know what I'm saying on on the pod is one uplift anything that's black owned. Um, that's of quality and shit that we actually fuck with. You know what I'm saying. Uh. We not necessarily a music show. We not necessarily an interview show, but we do music and we do interviews. But it's only people that we genuinely, genuinely fuck with yeah. or that we curious of. We don't gotta know you, you know what I'm saying, for you to come on. But we like I fuck with you, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Likewise, um, yeah, man. Because besides the products and being the products are extra black, um, just the vibe that you give off sitting here with the twins and tweets and conversations of that. I think we are like on the same oh, on the same wavelength, and that's kind of like. And I don't, and I, and I'm glad that you mentioned it because I don't think people like understand. A lot of people reach out to us, and we we love it and appreciate it. But like, if it don't make sense, if the connection's not genuine, like, yeah, there are artists that reach out to us, and you know, it might be a good look. You know, it might be good to have those eyes, but like, does it make sense to our audience? Does it make sense to what we do? Timing is everything. Yeah, and it was like some of y'all. I don't like y'all. I don't want to talk to y'all. Like I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. Some of y'all niggas are really socially awkward. Like you're good artists, but like you're boring ass people. And I, I don't want to talk to you. Right. Could be. But uh, still reach out because you might not be. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, the and, time we, and the time it may and be. And if right. we fuck with your music, you know, yeah. it's, 
The shop is always open. To be perfectly honest, it's some it's some shit bubbling around the city that I do want to tap in with, and I do want folks to to come in here with. When I be I'll be reaching out to uh, to some some folks pretty soon because I do want to talk now, not because y'all like not even bubbling, but like yo, I like this shit. Like yeah. it connects, and you know, I want to fuck with it. I want to promote it. Like I, I came across. Um, a black-owned beauty supply store that opened up yesterday in Southfield, um, Nine Mile, and yeah. um, Telegraph, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get it. I meant to go in there yesterday. I was like, I know I can find something to buy, but I didn't get a chance. I'm gonna go in there this week and try to talk to the owner. Um, apparently they've been um, op- we're trying to open that place up for like two and a half years and shit. I'm gonna see if I can talk to the owner and have her come into the to the studio because, fam, we gotta go spend money there. Yeah, yeah, we like, spend it everywhere else. Yeah, right. and then I gotta try to get some machine supreme products in there. You feel yeah, me? Because why not? Right. I mean, black owned in the city. Are you are you in any brick and mortar stores right now? No, not not now. Um, and, and you know, at, at first I was kind of doing that in te- um, intentionally. Like yeah. I just wanted to um, keep it exclusive. So you know, if anybody wants to get it, they just go straight to my website. Facts. But direct to retail. Yeah, but now you know. You know things are picking up more, so you know I'll I um, explore those options. You know if it makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's super dope, man. Same thing with like my new company, um, A Game uh, Waves. Like I just started that, like you know this year, and I have um, I'm gonna have like my own beard line. Um, it's called uh, Jabbar Grooming. That's coming in uh, January. Okay. It's gonna be strictly yeah. Even though I have um beer products for Same Supreme, but I'm gonna have like Clippers and just oh, everything, um, you know, beer, more beard oils, um, a larger choice of uh, beer butters. So let me ask. I know you said initially you started with like the shea butter and like um, yeah. the body wash was like one of your first three products. Right. Um, you was in here a while ago on the on the twins podcast, and you were like, "Look, I'm working on trying to." You was okay. like trying to add a new product like every month or something yeah. like that. Um, I got there like um, cause yeah, at that time um, I didn't have um my deodorant, but I got that, um, up and I'm, I'm still working. Um, I, I didn't perfect the uh, toothpaste. That's cause, cool. Yeah. Cause that, that's coming though. And, um, I want to say maybe the second week in January. So you, so you develop all the products yourself? M- most of them. Um, some okay. of them, um, like my soaps and shea butter, I get that like directly from Ghana. Okay. Well, well, most of the soaps. And, um, I'll be stressing that when I be telling people like, uh, yo, this, this, cause I put the shea butter shit on my, um, on my head every morning and shit. I'll be like, and I'll be telling people, I'm like, yo, but this isn't, cause like I got this, I'm like, but this imported strictly from Ghana. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, but no, this one from Ghana. So it's, it's a lot of like stepped on, uh, I know people that I work with who, there. uh, make that shit in their kitchen. I'm like, this not the same shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, and then they gave me like, yo, this not the same. You know what I'm saying? Because the there is different texture. Yo, oh you can yeah, just because sure. you say it's African shea, but like, no, nigga, this is just because you African. This Plymouth Road uh, <laughs> shea butter. That's not the same. <laughs> and, and you know, it, it was like um, I used to come across that a lot, like with the um, shea butter, and you know, I, I used to buy it, but it was like people was weren't respecting their brand. They just like have it boiled up. Yeah. So I was like, that's what made me, I was like, you know, I'm going to package this, put a logo on there. And like now everybody's doing it. And I'm not trying to say like. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. They weren't hustling it like me. Like, 
you know, people like they you saw the this shit. You made you made that shit blue magic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Because because even like on social media, like on Twitter, like I was just before that, I never had like no social media. I was just like, you know, if it's not going to make me money. You know, I'm just I'm kind of like an introvert, but I was just like, I'm not going to be on there, but. I mean, but that's smart though, because yeah. if it's not making you money, right? What's what's it doing? It's just a distraction. You so, want to be rich, you want to be famous, right? Yeah. So I was just on there, you know, just promoting, and you know, I see it a lot now, but which is cool, you know, because I'm I'm all about like black empowerment, and you know, I want to see people just, you know, because I get like a lot of DMs a lot of times, and people will say like, oh, well, I want to sell, you know, even if we're in the same field, like it's like I'm like it's enough money for all of us, so. yeah. You know, I give people advice and free game all the time. Like, you know, well, go to this person and get this or, you know, go here for your logos or whatever. But And I think that's a that's a good thing to have because, like, it's a hundred different podcasts in the city. Right. But, like, we got our own sauce. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, somebody else ain't going to do right. what we do the way we do it. and But there's somebody that likes the way that you do shit, too. Like, right. we don't have to all be in competition. There's enough... Right. Like God made enough for all of us right. to to get on. Exactly. Um 100% especially in a podcast space. So I think like early on when um people were everybody was jumping in like they were under the impression that like if you start listening to this podcast, you're not going to listen to mine no more. Like that's not a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like once you start falling in love with podcasts, now you want to hear more podcasts. Right. Cuz you get this I don't know, hour and a half, two hour worth of content. Now you got to wait another week. You want to hear something else. So I want to push everybody to everybody different podcast. No, but I, I used to be like that, though. Like, I'm just only listening to Shop Talk. But I'm like, but these my boys. Like, Cheyenne, that's that's the homie. Like, you know, I wanted to hear what they got to say because everybody is has their own unique voice. And is you, Verge and Judy, like, everybody got their yeah. own lane what they talk about and everybody do something different. And like them, my peoples too. Like I talk to them throughout the week, yeah. ev every week. So like, why not listen to what they got to say on their platform too? And it's not like the news, right? Like I, I, I don't know a lot of y'all who not breaking news. So they're not tuning in to hear the news. They turn in to hear your perspective on it. Yeah. Niggas tune in to hear what Jay and Dane want to say about insert topic here. They've heard everybody else speak, but they're interested in you. So oftentimes, I've been on this clubhouse shit for 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 about a month or so, right? And we be talking in different rooms about podcasting. And there's different rooms about finance and different shit. So I'll go up to the stage and talk. And I think so many people got it confused, specifically because we do urban podcasting. It is a little bit different than white podcasting. Yeah, yeah. we'll just we'll just keep it a hundred. And they be in these rooms trying to treat everybody the same and everybody not the same. Right. So they like, well, I got I got to find somewhere to record, but now I got to find an editor to edit my podcast because you want every um and I and space and everything removed. Well, if you drop an hour podcast film, that's going to take me three hours at least. At, if I'm just perfectly cold with it, it got to be at least the length of your podcast because you got to listen to it yeah. one time. But like, why would you do that? They that that's not no that's there's not a personality in that. If every I um pause and break was removed from our shit, 
it wouldn't sound real. You know, I had somebody hit me up and I know I say it a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's my and they was talking about like we played a drinking game and we had to take a shot every time. I said you was probably drunk as fuck by the end of the episode. Now, yeah. granted, you can still remove your crutch words. Yeah, because you know what I'm saying? Like, I got crutch words. You got everybody has it. But instead of you paying somebody a ridiculous amount of money, just, just get be better, you just get better at speaking. If this is what you want to do for a living or whatnot, or just be you because they're there for your personality. Not now, if the type of podcast you do is like, say, serial or something of that nature, where it's a, it's a scripted podcast when you break it down information, that's a little bit different. You want that to be precise. Yeah. But y'all in here shooting the shit man. leave that personality in there. Right. That don't mean that you don't do no edits because there are some edits that are done. But like we be going into this thing trying to make it sound like radio. Podcasting is not radio. And y'all ruining podcasting trying to make your podcast sound like a radio station. It's not a radio station. It's not a it's two, not it's that. It's two uniquely different things. Yeah. So don't ruin your shit trying to be and radio. Like, you know, me working in radio is so much. It was so much more structured than what I got here, because it's not a lot of talk. Like when you really break down radio, it's not a lot of talking. You not at all. you sell either you front sell it or you back sell it. You in and out of breaks. Like Bushman not talking for four hours. Like he and, just and low key when they talk when they quote unquote talking, they asking questions and you calling in with your information. Yeah. Like this week in culture, we didn't drop almost nine thousand minutes of audio this year. Here we didn't drop about forty five. 100 minutes of audio from how long would it take for 4,500 minutes? Of, it ain't been 4,500 minutes of talking on WCLB all year. Nah, <laughs> like, nah. come on, man, let's be real. But I say all that to say, it's okay that we be in this urban space. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't want to be in a brick and mortar, you ain't got to be in a brick and mortar. Right. You don't got to go through a middleman. I don't got to undercut my pricing to sell it here. Right. And if I can get more money, Fine, fuck it. I'll take the the uh, I'll sell a smaller amount for more amount. I mean, for a more amount of money versus me. All right, now I'm more popular, but yeah. I don't make the same amount of money. Yeah, because I, I was never like you know too big on people like eating off of me. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm real big like on just like ownership. Like you know, I study like a lot of you know different entrepreneurs and. That's the key to freedom. Yeah. Ownership right. is the key to freedom. So that, that's what I did want to talk about, right? So you've been an entrepreneur for a long time, right? right? But yes. when you moved over into this game, what did you take a look at to to perfect your craft in this new realm? I mean, pretty much, man, always been like, you know, like a reader. And then another thing, too, um, though I'm not a member, like the Nation of Islam like played a very big role in, you know, just – me, you know, always wanted to be like independent and. What, what you point at? Water. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and just you know the whole thing like about like you know just the ownership like you know message to the black man I like absolutely changed my entire life. Even if I was doing things wrong, you know, it's like that just kind of. You know, just that's that's like a gift I'm going to get yeah. to my son when he go to college, right. because I remember reading that book in eighth grade, right. and like going into ninth grade and then like completely consume me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard I like I'm a huge Ice Cube fan. I heard right. Q like, rapping about it. Right. And then like I finally got my hands on it. And like that shit just changed my perspective. Right. I don't remember um, who gave me that book. 
think a woman gave me that book, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I was an adult. I got that shit maybe like 2010-ish or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I read it as an adult. And like I don't even know what my brain would have been at if I read that as a child. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and man. and because I wasn't reading as a child for entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you read because you had to in school or something like that. But I remember well, let me like, I read comic books for entertainment, but that's still a little bit different. And mostly because I drew, I was getting the comic books to draw the pictures out of the comics and I would read by default. It wasn't until like later in life, like I was reading with no schoolwork attached type yeah. thing. Um, and that was that was me like through high school. I didn't, you know, when you were a kid, like I just didn't give a fuck. I'm, I'm just doing what I got to do to get the grade. But I remember like the book that like uh, I had a teacher that like my home, one of my best friends, his sister was one of my high school teachers. And I didn't know it to like the end of the semester. Like this was his older sister. And she gave me Things Fall Apart. Okay. And like that's one of my favorite books. Right. Like I was just enormed right. in the story of it, and that's what kind of like sparked it from there. Like I wanted to read more like this, you know what I'm right. saying? And even though it was like required reading, like this was the first things fall apart, and then Julius Caesar were like the first okay. two things that I read for school that like I enjoyed. Et tu, brute? Yeah, Et my tu? man's, my man stabbed <laughs> me in the back. You too, Brutus. Yeah, man. You too. And those those books always always stuck with me. And I and I remember going. You know, I dibbled and dabbled in community college. Okay. And I had a sociology professor. Her name was uh, his name was Doctor Waters, and Doctor Waters just lecture. He he walk he walk into the class. He lecture for just like an hour. He just sat on a desk and lectured. And Doctor Waters didn't let you tape because he's like, look, I'm retiring after this year. I don't want to have. I remember you saying like I pulled out my tape. He's like, no, no, there's no taping in this class because I'm gonna have to eat one of them tapes for something that I'm gonna say in here. And then he gave like at the end of the semester because he, my dad worked at the community college, so he okay. knew who I was, and he gave me like the autobiography of Malcolm X. Right. He was like, this will feed you. And like at 19, you know, I didn't necessarily understand what he meant by that, but like that book. Like oh, yeah. it was, it was so many jewels right. in in the autobiography of Malcolm X. You know, Keena in the city that we had on on here. That's she's a she's an author. Has been my friend since since tenth grade. Okay, and I remember she put me on like the autobiography of Frederick Douglass. I always used to hear oh, her yeah, talk about that. like teaching from it, and like when you read stuff like that, it 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 only helps expand your mind and just how you see things. Like their story is. You know, we get the the TV version or, or what we see in the movies, but that's just such a Man. a small nugget. Like their world was so expansive, and what they did was so expansive. And like those books, like you know, imparted like some of them same principles, like that you was talking about. Right. I wonder what would have happened to me as a child if I would have read the assassination of Fred Hampton as a kid. I probably would have hated. <laughs> I would have hated a certain sector of, of 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 society. Remember when I sent you that? I sent you that video on Twitter this week where Dr. Umar was talking about, you know, Black Panther and like the correlation of the CIA being the saving grace in Black Panther, like just the core. And and people get Umar a lot of shit, but we love a good doctor, man. We Umar, I'm reaching out to Umar on that shit. Oh, I love to. You know I love to. Yeah, because listen, people here. 
uh, in the next couple months, we're gonna do something that. Well, I'm a, we, This is gonna be the biggest thing that ever happened in podcasting. And it's gonna have our name, literally, all over it. like, and by, by like by definition, the biggest thing that ever happened in podcasting is happening. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. It's gonna have our name all over it. And um, and I want everybody I mess with. I want y'all to be a part of it. Oh yeah, I want in. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're definitely we're definitely gonna tap we'll you talk in. Once, mine, but okay. yeah, we definitely gonna tap you in because we just in the infancy of what we planning on doing. But uh, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. Hey, you know, not, not to um, you know, change the subject. I always been curious. Like I've been like rocking with y'all like for a long time. But how, how did y'all? It. How did y'all meet? Or did y'all go to school together? Or we went to high school together. I was yeah, a, okay. I was a year older than Jay, and I like in high school we didn't really know each other like that. But he knew niggas that I knew. Okay. I knew niggas that he knew, so I knew he wasn't like you know a whole ass nigga because like he knew he knew my people. And then we ended up working together, you know, a couple years out of high school, and we stayed at that job for like a decade or so, okay. if not longer. And that's like where the connection like. You know, really, you know, he was already a familiar face. Like, I knew who he was. Because, like, when I started, I was in, like, uh, in customer service at Comcast, right? You started, like, a month or two after I started. I started, like, October 13th, 2003. Um, oh, no, I have been there for, I've been there, like, a year or two. Um, But, like, I worked up, I only stayed in customer service, like, six months. And then, like, I quickly moved to the sales department because that's where niggas was making the fucking money at, right? And I was already in sales. And, um, yeah. and when I got to my new sale, my you no know, team, they walked me over to this area and shit. And at the time, you sitting in the pod next to me. I'm like, oh, shit, I know that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because like in my brain, it's like, oh, that nigga, oh, he, he went to cast. Like, yeah. that's the That's, that's how the you, first connection, yeah. Oh, my man went to cast and shit. You know what I'm saying? They was on the same team. And then, um, like, years later, um, we end up in the same pot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sitting right next to each other and shit. This nigga, the first nigga, any nigga told me, I don't eat leftovers. I'm like, no, what the fuck is this type of <laughs> yeah, shit? I don't, I don't. His wife worked there at the time. I had to go get her. Like, explain this to me, dog. I don't it's, eat leftovers. Uh, it's beneath me. It's beneath <laughs> me. Why do I want this used meal? It's beneath me. But then, you know what I'm saying? We was just kicking it, and we, he went to did something different off the phones and shit. I remember when you was getting off the phone, I'm like, dog, you can't get it. Like, you're going to leave all this money? I, but that's when they was, like, being on the other side of the fence, I saw that they was changing up the money. I, yeah. was, I got out. Right on time. <laughs> I'm like, you gonna leave all this money, nigga? Come on. <laughs> Hold on. The, the day that I got the job offer, our remember Renita was like head of the head of the the department. She pulled me to the side. She was going into a meeting to tell y'all niggas they was cutting y'all money. The day that I got the job offer, and I never looked back. And then you you started moving up like yeah. in as a supervisor and all that. Then we got out the phones and shit, and then you left. Well, they 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 they, they fired me. They they, they let, fired me. They didn't fire. They let go. No, nigga, like they large, fired me. They let go a large part. The, the the company did some reorganization. They let go a large part of the folks, and then they brought them back. Okay. So like, fired is like you did something wrong. Get out of here. They they left like a regional, some regional right. shit. Yeah. Um, they brought them back, and um, and we were just used to kicking in Jay office. You know, when we wasn't we wasn't we was bullshitting on breaks and stuff, talking about. You know, we both huge boxing fans. Right. Oh yeah, that's you know, my favorite sport. Uh, I mean, Easy. we we love the science. We was huge boxing fans, so we'd always talk about fights or you know fighters that we that we had our eye on. Battle rap, like that's that's another 
thing that we because we both did music at one point and you know the battle rap thing was always something that we go back and forth about and like that job was full of women and we would definitely you know i'd run so you not messing with this one cool because it's it's it's, it's, it's my lane it's my know. lane i don't know what this <laughs> oh okay okay <laughs> i don't know what this nigga talking about at all <laughs> it's my lane now no so, idea what he's talking about so i mean those connections and and like these were just like the conversations that we had we would have on break and i'll be honest i always tell anybody like shop talk was jay's baby this was his idea his inception the studio all of that when he called me we had kicked around this idea for probably about two, three years okay. before we did it. And when he finally called me, he's like, look, I want to record like a podcast. I honestly did not understand what it was, but I had been on radio before, so now, I was used to Now I understand you're not understanding because you don't understand nothing. <laughs> but I, I, You know what I'm saying? If I it's not on my radar, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I didn't get that before. <laughs> so like he called me, he's like, look, I got some equipment. I want to do a podcast. I'm just like, you know, this is my man. Like right. I humor him for the week. Okay. And then, like, we did the podcast. I didn't think shit of it. Okay. Then he called me back next week. He's like, hey, so we doing this at your house or my house? I'm like, oh, like, this this a, this a thing. And we it's been 239 weeks later, like, we still here. Which the is- studio, all of this was was all Jay's vision. Because I, be, I, I can laugh and look at it now, but, like, I ain't believe. You know what I'm saying? Like when he got the first studio and we was paying like three fifty a month, I was like, man, like I wasn't in a good space financially. I got a bunch I was having a bunch of kids, child support issues, like wasn't really making the money that I, I needed to make. And Jay like stepped out there on faith and got the first studio. And then when that was going good and it was time to get this space, we had a conversation. He was like, Look, you know, I just want to sit down and talk about it. I got some ideas. And I like kind of bullshitting and drug my feet. Then the next call, like he called me like a few days later. Like, look, I signed the lease. We moving in next week. And I'm like, nigga, we damn near tripled the rent. And he was like, it's going to work, bro. It's going to work. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's worked. Yeah, look at y'all now. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Which like, is crazy. Like, like it's, it's, we can look back and reflect on it. Like this is our story and our road now. But like when we was going through it, I was like, I did not see it. It's so wild because um, like we was in the group on the Royal Rumble shit and you had dropped that picture um, uh, right after um, we did the Jeopardy episode. So yeah. it was like me, you, Verge, um, Judy. Judy, Cheyenne, and I think that's it. And I um, think the twins are kind of like started fucking about, with, in that, in oh, that yeah, in that picture, yeah. And I started thinking like, well shit, because like to, to your point, this wasn't even supposed to be a business. This was okay. like a, you know what I'm saying? Happened, we was just tired of paying a white man and getting our right. getting our shit so days he, later. I remember that one time he jumped on our podcast. Like, we talking and he jumped in. Fam, the first time uh, we went to the studio that we was recording out of, um, and we was kicking it, right? And he just started talking. The white man? Yeah. Yes. Oh. And All that shit, like we was we like, just looking at each other like what the fuck is happening and like so we was I don't know how we were so professional it was so early in but we like kept going and, and shit like that because like hey I got we got good topics I think we was talking on that episode specifically I was saying all drugs should be illegal I mean should legal. be legal yeah. and i was explaining like why i think all drugs should be legal right. and it was i mean I, I make an argument for anything and I, I still stand behind an argument and he wanted to jump in and like 
it was so wild because I just wasn't expecting it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like it threw us off. And then we start we continue and shit. But I'm like, look, if they charged us twenty five an hour at that time, fifty dollars a week, two hundred dollars a month, and we got a book time with them when we can get on there, our audio come back. So we like found they was it. taking two, three days. Like we record on a Friday, we wouldn't get the shit back to Monday sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Man. So I was like, I went to just find a studio, a office, because I had, I end up I start buying equipment myself, and right. we record at the crib. Like I just want a little office that we can set this stuff up in. So if we have a guest, they don't got to come to my house or come to his house. Right. It wasn't supposed to be. I was wanted to break even, and Mike. Um, ball brother radio like they all take care of half we'll take care of half we'll be good um uh, i'm like well at the very least it's gonna be cheaper than what i'm paying now and we got access 24 hours yeah um at my 35th birthday party my first birthday party ever um boy i hope we got some we got some gems from that day that i hope never hit the streets amazing episode but um, I didn't even know Verge at the time. You know what I'm saying? I know, yeah, Verge. Me and Verge grew up up the street from each other, and I think that he just came out to support. Yeah, and you, he, he was like, "Yo, my homeboy Verge, uh, him and Judy, or him and Crystal at the time. I don't know what we was calling her at that time. Just Crystal. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, Verge knew Crystal. Yeah, yeah, and like they think about starting a podcast, and like that was our first customers. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And then the twins. So the twins is our first sponsorship. Yeah. They was our first sponsor episode, and then like they so, was just solid. You know what I'm saying? They was just solid from jump. So the connected experience, Cheyenne, Virgin, Judy, nigga, that's the start of the studio. Period. You know that, what I'm that's, saying? That's how I got up on y'all through. Um, I think y'all had Cheyenne on here. I think I listened to that episode before that. Or I, I randomly found a picture from that day too. Yeah. Today. <laughs> And this was like that was before like she went viral and all that. She yeah. was just that's a know. March Madness episode. Yeah, we just we we knew Cheyenne from work. Okay, you know, so I mean that was just you know we knew she liked music and wrestling and like the shit we talked about, and right. she was just cool. So like you know that's when we just started just first having guests, and like I said, the studio we just used that spot because me and Jay probably for about a year just recorded between either his apartment or my house. It seemed like it seemed like that, but it was only about four or five months. That's like, crazy. And I, I put that together today because I was going through my Instagram timeline and I found the very first post when I first posted the first episode of Shop Talk. And that was in June of 2016. And we was at November of 2016. We was in that studio. Like it seemed like such a long time because every day was a, I mean, every week was a fucking adventure. Yeah. It seemed like such we a- We made so many mistakes yeah. in the beginning. But I mean, just the, the friendship has always just right. like been genuine. Like this this is my brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so- But I do appreciate you though, man. Because like, look, 239 weeks, man, is a long, that's a commitment. That's the longest right. commitment I've made to anything. And we was right. both single men giving up our Friday night. Well, at the time every, I wasn't single. No, you you was living with uh you was living with your ex. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, like Friday night is a big night. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't give Fridays up. is for the girlfriends. Saturdays is for the wives. <laughs> I didn't give up Friday <laughs> night. You just go every, glaze past that one every week since June 16th of 2016. I mean, that's a that's a that's a large undertaking for um for the potential of something greater. Essentially, you know what I'm saying? It's just the it's just the fact that. 
I understand that there's something greater coming and the greater, I think the greater just got here. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and it's, it's a labor of love. Like when I, right. when I just look at what we've been through, like, you know, I've lost both my parents in four years, had, you know, had another child, like going through my health challenges. I know Jay, you know, lost his mother. We didn't had different transitions, you know, just throughout and, Literally, like the the pod and our audience has has just continued the ride along, has grown with us and just rocked with us the whole ride. So I mean, the the journey has been has been incredible. But like it it just grew from us just being genuine genuine friends and just kicking it. And it was like, well, we should do maybe other people think like how we think or want to talk about the shit that we want to talk about. And I remember like when we first started. You know, we was getting 30, 40 listens in a week and like, nigga, that was good. Like we was we was cool with it. I remember the first time we cracked a hundred. Cause we I was, was like, nigga, we on. Cause when you think about it, that was good because Nobody like, knew us. No one knew who the, what a fucking podcast was though. Now if you say I got a podcast, people got a genuine idea. Right. But like five years ago, no one really they didn't get it. They didn't right. understand where do I listen to it at or yeah. like it was it was different, man. But um, it's interesting that you brought that up because I did want to shoot, give love to 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 those five we just mentioned because that literally that was, was the, the original foundation. Team. Yeah, um, you know what I'm saying of everything else, man. That's which is extremely. Dope. I like when shit just come, right? Um, just come out. You and know? then there like so many different other. I don't want to say like we birthed them, but like so many other different podcasts from like people that we know or rock with, like kind of grew some of them they said no i wanted to start a podcast after i seen y'all and that's not even a bad thing yeah because i'm i'm happy to be i just don't want to make it seem like you know we gave yeah you we know, gave we y'all big you know, talking nobody yeah. you know shit like that because when people want to come and check out the studio or like y'all you do consultations can you can you call my can such and such call you call me I, I will talk to you i didn't set up i'll tell you what to buy to set this shit up in your own house <laughs> and it's like no hollywood shit if you book time more than likely, you're going to get me or Jay when you walk in the door like, we we, we here. <laughs> it, it, probably more Jason than me, but we here. You're going to get one of the two of us. Like, it's not no middleman operation. Like, it, we direct the consumer, right. too. You book shop talk, right. we That's here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we here. Yeah. Um, So the one question I did have, like, so how many um products do you have right now? Right now, um, well, I actually pulled off a few because um, I'm kind of like reorganizing things. I have over 50 products right mm. now, though, but by January, it's going to be back up to maybe 64, 65. What's your best seller? My best seller? Right right now, it's um, I got a strawberry soap. It's okay. like that's going neck and neck with um, the aloe vera soap. I um, put that in both of y'all packages. Oh, right? it'll, it'll get used tonight. Yeah. But, um, Got some uses those. for that for this weekend. Yeah, I bet she do. <laughs> and she's still not getting a Christmas gift. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> my, I know, I know. I'm not, not your friend, friend right now. <laughs> this is not my friend. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just looking to grow. Um, I got some new products coming. Um, actually, next week, maybe the middle of next week. Um, I got like a mud mask and. No, a few other things. I'm, you know. Expanding. Oh, I mean, you know, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to grab that because I, I'm, you know, shout out to the homie Hadira who put me up on on mask because like that's that's my self care thing. You know what I'm saying? Like when I I get I get my get my ball head on, put on my mask, and then take my shot. Like that's 
you know, that's how I keep my self care up. So I mean, I'm I'm with that. I'm just trying to get like everything, anything that a person needs. Like I always have a hashtag, and I um say like a seem supreme in every household. But that's like you know, it sounds kind of like far fetched out there. But no, it's like, no, it's not though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to get like one or all of my products in everybody's household. I'm, yeah, I'm because these are products that you use. Every, right. Everybody uses soap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody should be using lotion or something right. on your skin when you get out the damn shower. I would hope so. so. Yes, yeah, so, I mean this is and, and you it, should probably use products that you could pronounce the ingredients of. Right. Yeah. And my stuff is like all natural. It's not. You know, it's not like none of the stuff like Dove. They have all these harmful chemicals. And you know, I got I got real. I've had real bad skin issues right. with eczema, really dry skin. My daughter suffers from it. My son and like these, like these are products I genuinely use that help them. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I, I buy them when I need them because not only does it smell good, not only is it good, but like this is really good for my family. Like that aloe vera gel, like my my youngest son has terrible skin. And like that was the only thing that like stopped him from like itching and scratching at that skin. Like it was was the breakthrough. So I mean, like this is is solid products, is not cheaply made or manufactured. It come with the packaging is correct, you know, right. it get there, it, it got there before I needed it. I'll say this, I'll, I'll take these products over the vaccine. Nah. <laughs> right. And I'll, you know what I'm saying, I don't like, I don't put anything that I put on my body, um, anything that you put on your body, it's like you drinking it anyway. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Because your skin is drinking it. Yeah. So if I trust that shit on my skin and in my body, and I'm and I'm a I'm, tougher critic than a lot of people. And I'm big on just self grooming. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I I'm I'm never gonna be the freshest nigga in the room, but I'm always gonna be well groomed. I'm always gonna smell good. And when I get close to a lady, and she tells me I'm smelling right, this is typically what I'm wearing. Right. You know another reason I cut my beard off, dog. Because um, you're a coward. All right, dog. Because <laughs> you don't want to be a king. Um. It's easier to do my my face wash and moisturizing with my my actual whole face. You know what I'm saying? With you. the beard shit, it be getting in the way, and you can't really. I mean, you can, but it's different. You know what I'm saying? It, it just feels different. And, and just depending on the texture, like I know my beard get extremely dry. Like if I don't okay. put something, if I don't keep a balm or some, you know, right. uh, castor oil or something on it, like my skin is gonna be dry and itchy. So I mean, I always it's just a different level of maintenance. Yeah, I'll be back up sometimes. Seven months whatever, from now, uh, whatever. And, and but, those, uh, those, those products, I actually make those like the um, all of my beard care products. Mm-hmm. Um, even like um, some of my most of my hair products, I make that myself. I'm like, you know, just most of my nights are spent like listening to podcasts and cooking up like beer butters or wave butters. Or so how did you get into the, the the wave butter? And how do how do that shit work? I mean, it's just. You, you know, well, for one, it's it's um, all natural. You know, it doesn't have like the petroleum and because like anything that I'm into, like I, like for example, like the waves. I always been passionate like about like just you know keeping my waves tight. So I was like, you know what, man, I'm gonna start making my own stuff. And yeah. then I was like, I'm gonna get my own brush. Just I, like moving on to a game waves, that my other business. But I was like, you know what, 
I'm gonna come with my own do rags. I got the feeling like you probably around our age range. Yeah. Like I'm I'm 39. Jay th- about to be 39. Right. And like when we was coming up, waves still, was yeah, I'm still 38. Though. You're about to be 39, but waves was a big deal. Like yeah, for sure. I remember when the taper like became a thing. Right. Like Facts. everybody wanted waves. Look, right. nigga, like uh, I cut my braids off in the ninth grade and shit, right? And my cousin Netta, when I was getting my hair, cause her mama used to braid. My mom used to braid my hair, but her mom used to braid my hair too, cause my mama didn't want to do that shit right yeah. um and, and i was telling her i'm about to get my um haircut off she was like "Ooh, jay you should get the taper like it was the a taper the <laughs> taper like it was a new thing like "Ooh, jay you should get the taper i'm like yeah i'm gonna get the taper look when my barber gave shout out to my barber d like when he gave it he was like i don't get this to everybody you know what i'm saying <laughs> like everybody can't have this and like and and i was uh, like Cause we wore fades, you know what I'm this saying. I wore 90, a ball. This was '96, dog. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I was like '90s. This is like '96. I was going into 11th grade, and I was like, I've been wearing a ball fade my whole life. So like the concept of having, grade. so yeah. So I was going into 11th. So yeah. like the concept of having hair all around my head right. and then not being like a like this was the shit was brand new. Mm-hmm. So we was brushing hair all day in school. Oh, yeah. You ha- you had your brush on you at all times. I had my I <laughs> I kept my brush where I keep my I had my brush like right behind me. You know what I'm saying? Like it was on a holster. Yeah. This is my brush would be and I would brush my hair all down. Hey fam, don't make me throw back Thursdays the waves. I remember one day waking up and having no waves on my head. Like my hair didn't lose. It was going like every wave. My hair went completely straight. And I don't it know what no, happened. It wasn't no YouTube videos back then. Right. It was just hard work. You just oh, yeah. brushed. That that was the only secret: grease, brush, do rag. I follow a bunch of uh, barber pages on on uh, on YouTube, and you know they be having the waivers in there, and they be doing they um, they be woofing, you know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? And right. it's like this is this not no this not no BS do rag right nah, here. Nah, that's this not is velvet. this is yeah. the velvet joints, dog. Right. This is some this is a game. Yeah, you gotta come with your a game to get this. And I went I, I um. I bought a new camera today. This shit just got delivered, man. I got all my shit up here and I left the goddamn SD cards and shit. I was about to go to the crib and get them, but I'm like, dog, I don't want to be fucking late and I hate being late. So I was going to have the cameras in here today and shit. And word on the streets is that you always come on time. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's the word on the street. So like we yeah, ain't want to be on time. Yeah, we ain't want to waver on that one. We ain't want to waver and on I don't that know, one. As much as, uh, as much pressure and as much as I put a value on time, I don't like being late. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I could be, ninety nine percent of my life I can be on time, and I make a meeting with one person. Them niggas be like, this nigga always late. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> All that work I did my whole life being on time, and it don't matter when you, you know what I'm saying. So, right. Uh, look, man, we appreciate you, my brother. Yeah, definitely. Um, and we, you always gonna have our support up here. Um, definitely, we got a. Um, it's not a one time thing. When you yeah. start dropping new products, like the doors open, just re- okay. you you know how to reach out to us. Right. We welcome you back, fam. Yeah, for sure. man. We got we got to get some ad stuff together, man. To run on the pod, to run on okay. this week in culture. We got a, a large, okay. um, a following over there okay. too. Well, a lot right. of female follow, well, woman, women following. Uh, that I female like that. woman like shit that. is has been a thing. I don't want to. Yeah, it's been. You a don't want to upset the women. Right there, you go. Um, there you go. So uh, yeah, man, we'll we'll connect and we, we'll 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 oh, put definitely. some things together, man, because uh, we want to just get this shit out here. And for the waivers out here, it's a thing. Right. It, it went away, but it's they back. The waivers yeah. is a it's a thing thing. Yeah, yeah. I got all the brushes, you know. I got 
beard. I mean, um, wave um, serums and everything. I, I got like over right now, like 25 products on um, A-Game Waves right now. Mm. And it's growing, you know. I got that. And man, we want to see you continue to grow. So like yeah, whenever. If they, they want to get some A-Game Wave stuff, where would they go to find yeah, that out? Um, A-GameWaves.com. Uh, uh, or, or And actually um, make sure, um, you know, even though I bought the domain for both, but they got to put the hyphen in there. Okay, like A-Game is it connect, Waves. Is it connected com. from the uh, Asim Supreme page? No, no, page? it's like totally separate. Okay. It's okay. a whole separate thing. And, and the thing with A-Game, my um, when you had asked me about my um, top-selling products, before that, this was almost like, this kind of was like an accident in a way because um, my wave pomade, originally, like I wanted to start like, you know, just a wave company, like maybe about four or five years ago. Okay. But the same Supreme Products was like growing so much, I, I didn't want to like, yeah. you know, take on too much. So I just dropped like the wave pomade on um, a same Supreme and- that was like my top seller for like all the way up until this year. I mean, it's still doing numbers, but my whole goal was to like, you know, I'm gonna have my own brush, my own do rag. So I just finally we got to get Annie and Diane out of here, dog, because yeah, everybody definitely. had the Annie the the twenty eighty one or whatever that number was and shit. And Diane, we've been using them fucking brushes f- since forever, right? But we don't make them, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like we gonna make some shit for our hair, right. by for us by us. Right, and that, and I'm real big on that. Like I said, you know, it's like, and, and plus I'm trying to like motivate, you know, other like entrepreneurs. Yeah. Cause one of my future goals, like maybe, I'm not even gonna put a time limit on it, but like, you know, like how Jalen Rose got the um, leadership, leadership academy. academy. I want to have like a entrepreneurship, like school. Like I'm gonna actually build it in the city, but I want to have it like from kindergarten probably to 12th grade but like just teaching people more about like entrepreneurship instead of you know always you know working for other people yeah, and, yeah. you know I'm, I'm i'm just real big like when we were talking about um the nation of islam they instilled in me like you know the whole do, do for, for self thing and that just always stuck with me you know so every time i see like a product or something i'm like you know man i'm a like you were saying like the diane's and I didn't spend like hella bread on those brushes. I'm like, man, I'm gonna, you know, do it myself, man, and come with my own brush. And plus, my brush is better. Like, if you look at the like curved texture, yeah, and yeah, it's just. I mean, it fit in the hand how yeah, your hand normally. Right. Even the one like that, um, Dame got there in the box, man. It's like it's it's a superior or supreme um, brush, man. Hey, man, I'm a. You know, I got youngins at the house that's <laughs> right. that's on that's on their wave journey. So right. I mean, this is this will definitely get get the use that it that it deserves. And and he bought me a bonnet, so <laughs> you know, right. just to just to keep me covered at all times. Yes, you, you inspired I'm, that. Man. I might, hey man, you're gonna have to put my face on one of right. these, bro. I might Have need to. to uh, I might need to borrow that bonnet. And let me get that. You know, I might have to keep one at the crib. You know, <laughs> in case you know. Got a, you know, yeah. got a situation. It's uh, not getting listen, a Christmas gift. A dash gamewaves.com for the to the for the waiver products right. and tell everybody the website for everything else. And then um I seem supreme um, products.com. That's for you know all of your shea butters, soaps, um, body washes, um, you know, I have beer products. Pretty much any, anything you need for like your self-care needs, um, I got it. And if I don't get it, like it's coming soon, like you know, like by by the end, by the, by this time next year, 
I'll probably have like for a same supreme products maybe close to a hundred products. Black soap body wash, my my nigga. Black soap body wash. I had never seen it before till I ordered it. Like right. for real, and it smells amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like actually like my personal favorite product. I love it, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, get hip. Um. Uh, we got we music. No, no, but before we do the music pick, we just wanted to speak on it real quick. Uh, a huge uh, staple in the city of Detroit. Oh, passed. that was going to be my whose man's it is. He was going to be your whose man's? Well, you know, whose man's not always a negative. Okay, well, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. I'm on, we, we jump into that. I got, I got a yeah. music pick. So my music pick of the week, uh, shout out to the homie Curve for putting me up on this album. Uh, Ja'Cory Davis, My First Job. Uh, it's a dope ass project. I never heard of the young player until you know. He record out of here. Really? He be here on Sunday. This Sunday. Mm-hmm. I might have to. I might have to run into him because th- this project is dope. My favorite song on here is "The High Life" with Dave Hill. Uh, them young boys be spitting. Yes. And I like spitting, and I can appreciate that. This whole project is good. Just left bar seven. I mean, if you from here, you know that project. He DJ Khaled the shit, right? Yeah. That project is 100% Detroit artists. Yeah. Everybody on there shining. Every, it's, there's not a bad project on there. Lana LaDonna on that bitch going crazy. I love Lana LaDonna. Um, I love, like, like, I just like her whole vibe. Like, I want to talk to her. Shit. That's the, she didn't been here a million times. No, I want to talk to her on, on our show. Yeah. On our show. I mean, she didn't move to Atlanta, but for sure. Yeah. We, we can do that. We can, I can set that up. Yeah. Uh, a trip to Cam Spacely. Another slapper, and it and it used the the Blade Icewood sample. Yeah, slowed it down. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that's a that's a great project, dog. Um, and I think Dave Hill, his album, his project come out today too. I much appreciated. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I'm definitely gonna give it a spin. He this got weekend. a single going on right now with Boley James. I saw, I did um, see the video and video. Yeah. Um, so that's dope. Shout out to the these young cats out here in the city making moves and, and, and putting out good content, man. Yeah. It's a um, whole nother generation of y'all and I fuck with it. I and the vibe it. feels good though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we be going back and forth with young artists and shit. I'm like, oh nigga, you sound like that. No, dog. Sometimes just cause you're young don't mean it's good. And yeah. just cause you're young don't mean it's going to sound bad. These niggas is getting it. And I, I like the music. I do. I do too. I uh, fuck with it. Marky. That's, that's the other, other, yeah. other young dude name on here. But like, I, I fuck with their music, man. I fuck with it. Yeah. Heavy. And it's a, it's a dope ass project. So my first, uh, my first job, we'll, we'll throw it in the notes. Uh, so you can go ahead and download and listen to it. But, uh, yeah, that's my music pick for the week. Dope. Who's man's? Um, who's man's is this? Um, I think it's all of our man's in real life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who's man's is don't is not always a negative thing. Um, but yesterday we did lose um, Benny Napoleon, sheriff um, Benny Napoleon, who's been man, he's been a part of like the, the Detroit police force and politics and culture. The Napoleon family is huge here in the city. I yes. went to, I went to uh, high school with his nephew. Yeah. Uh, Hilton, uh, you know, definitely prayers up to to the family. That's why I got familiar with the name back yeah. in cash. You know what I'm saying? And because you know somebody family, it just felt like they was my family because I knew somebody who yeah. was in there. And like all around, like a lot of people have stories about uh, run-ins with, with Benny Napoleon, and most of them are all good. I mean, he's a he's a, he's a good solid human being. No man. smut on his name. Um, so uh, much love and respect to him. Um. I remember COVID Benny, is a bitch, man. 
Benny, uh, you know, Sheriff Napoleon, when my son, when my oldest son was in elementary school, you know, I just how my schedule was tailored. I pick him up like on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Sheriff Napoleon would be there the same day as I think he had a grandson or somebody in the school would pick him up. He was like in the class with my son. I would always see him. He'd always speak, always be solid, always have like a good positive word. Yeah. You know, hey, how you doing? Like it. And like some people just have a genuine energy that you gravitate to. Yeah. Solid dude, solid family you know, uh, a servant of Detroit, you know, lifelong Detroiter and a servant of the city. And you can say whatever you want to, no scandals behind him. You know, he led, led with integrity, led the police force, Wayne County Sheriff. I think, didn't he run for mayor? He yeah. ran, yeah, he ran against right. Duggan for mayor. Uh, so, I mean, he's, he's always been a solid fixture here in the city and COVID is still alive. It's yeah. still, just cause you over it don't mean it's COVID over. is over. Right. So yeah, man. So whose man's it is? It's probably all of our man's. Yeah. Um, rest in peace to the to the legend. Yeah, yeah. You are you are hooked up to the board. No, yeah. that's right here. So I think it's 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 about time for the yeah. Can I can I make a comment before I I plug in the Benny music? We just got to turn it up a little bit because you know sometimes it just be a little a little light when we when we do it. Is that? Just the background music just be a little light sometimes. You pick the song. <laughs> all right. Uh, go ahead and give out all your socials again where people can find you that, that and get can, connected with you. Yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter. You can find me at um, Asim Supreme. And I'm on Instagram, um, Asim Supreme Products. I don't have a Facebook for that. Um, and then for A-Game um, Waves, um, it's on um, Twitter at um, A-Game Waves and Instagram, the same thing. I'm A Game Waves. And Jabbar Grooming is coming in uh, January. All right, get out and support it. It's your man Dame Gone Wild. Dame Gone Wild on IG. Dame Gone Wild on Twitter. Just drop that I. You tweet me. I talk back. I talk that cash shit. Don't try me. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Any any color coordinated our bags. Blue and the black. You feel me? I love that. What was that shit you was talking on the internet today? I mean, what? this week. What was I, what, what I say? You, you put a message for somebody that was looking. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to stop the music for this. Look, man, I know your wife is gorgeous. She's a beautiful woman. She's amazing, gorgeous, but she's not here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't fuck with her. Like, that's the thing of the past. You are married to this woman now because I did not want her. I gave her back to the streets, and I don't want her back. I'm cool. I'm doing me. I'm living life. I got my own situation coming on. I know this is you that's been calling me. I I, I know I, I can see you watching my stories on IG because you think I don't know that that's from your business page, but I know your business. And then you keep fucking around with me. I'm going to have your wife bring me some of your clothes, and then I'm going to post it. Leave me the fuck alone. That's all I'm saying. I'm just going, that's all I'm saying. You love her. I understand you love her. What we had was in the past, like decade past. She's yours now because I did not want her. But if I want her back, <laughs> I will fuck up your whole, I'll fuck up your whole family. Uh, but shit. just just go ahead and live your life and leave me the fuck alone because I tell, this is a disclaimer I give to anybody. You know Dame. You know, you know the personality. What you don't know is Damon. And when you flick, when you flick, a different switch, you don't know that nigga. You understand? You don't know that nigga. And I'm willing to take shit further than most people are willing to take shit. So I, this is just a, a word to the wise. Leave me the fuck alone. Fuck her, because she live in the house with you. 
She live in the house with you. Y'all got kids. Y'all happy. Y'all in love. Leave me the fuck alone, bro. I know you're watching. And that's all. And I'm going to go back to the gospel. So he, he might get hit with the beer bomb, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so listen, It's man. solid. It's solid. I will not your head with this beer bomb bottle. Yo, uh, shout out to um, the other Shop Talk podcast that wants to start a podcast episode number one i told them niggas when they posted that shit i'm did like you, did you see the response that they gave back to us like oh great get bro <laughs> i'm like listen um we're gonna send you that cease and desist i don't get it you know what i'm saying i'm like yo we 300 and something like why niggas want to start podcast called shop talk podcast after there's clearly one called shop talk podcast because you can get you couldn't get the twitter name so you had or the instagram name you had to make like a funny ass name to to get that Fem, you starting off on episode one coming soon. Fem, do something different. Like, this lane is tooken up. Get off. Listen. Just, You're going to get a cease and desist from us. Like, it's just whack to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a new idea, a new business idea that I I, I came up with uh, this weekend um, and shot it to a couple of people. And I went online and I'm like, damn, that name isn't available. Let me make some adjustments to what I'm about to do. And I found a different name and went a different route because I don't want nobody else lane. If it's if you built it up, I don't fucking want it. I'd rather get that shit myself. I don't understand. It's a nut sauce for all of us. I don't understand you niggas. When y'all click on the fucking hashtag, there's five years of, of data and shit like that. What really gonna happen is I won't even say that. All I'm saying is when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. There's only one. There's only one. You can't beat us. Hold on. Can I interject one other thing? Yeah. Because I got to stop the music. To old boy that's following me, if you look at that tattoo that your wife has on her collarbone. Jesus collar Christ, bomb, man. I, I know it's something different now, but if you look closely, those are my initials. She covered it up when she got with you. It's not helping just, your case. Just stop. Just stop. This is not helping your case. But listen, man, uh, I know everybody try to try to copy the formula. Um, the tweets is watching. We know you be in the tweets. Not this guy. Um, other podcasts. He's in my personal shit. Other major podcasts who follow Cheyenne and hear all the sauce and hear all the shit. And they literally take what we talk about on our podcast and our tweet and put on a national syndicated podcast. We understand, fam. I see you too. Like, God damn. But guess we what? We like your show. We like your show. But guess what? What you can't reproduce is what i'm about to do because it's never been fucking done before so and if anybody tries to do this again there's no fucking way you won't give me my fucking respect when you see the blue and the black you know where you at shop talk podcast studio i'm not saying we're the rockefeller podcast but we are jay and dang hell yeah peace